Lager's Carpool is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on my drive to work this morning. The Lakers are in a bit of a rut. They've lost three in a row. They just lost to the Hawks on Sunday, 129-121. to After playing pretty well, we're going to get into that, get into some Lakers drama. Let's jump into it. All right, so the Lakers, like I mentioned in the intro, lose to the Hawks on Sunday. This is a crazy loss because the Lakers were playing pretty well for the majority of the game, at least offensively. The Lakers were shooting 71% from the field in the first half. They put up 71 points in the first half. Anthony Davis was playing well from the beginning. Malik Monk was playing well from the beginning. Russell Westbrook was playing well. Things were looking good for, good for the Lakers until they weren't. And, I mean, even in the first half with the Lakers playing well offensively, their defense looked abysmal from the beginning. They had a lot of turnovers, they which they limited in the second half, but the defense was just awful. The difference really in this game, we'll get to it in a sec, but... The Lakers just could not get any stops defensively. They could not stop the Hawks from scoring, and the Hawks couldn't stop the Lakers from scoring for the most part. But the thing that makes the loss even worse is the fact that the Lakers had a 10, I think it was a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Going into the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, Lakers were up by 10. Lakers blew the lead in the fourth quarter against a team that they beat earlier in the month, 134-118. to The Lakers destroyed the Hawks, and that was... LeBron James played in that earlier game. Anthony Davis didn't play in that earlier game. Lakers still destroyed them. On Sunday, LeBron James was still out. He is dealing with some left knee irritation. They've done an MRI on his knee. Structurally, it looks good from what I've heard and what they're saying. But there's still like a lot of swelling and whatnot, which is pretty unfortunate, especially right after we get Anthony Davis back. They played one one game together against the Nets where Anthony Davis was limited in minutes but looked good. They beat the Nets. And then from there, the Lakers have lost three in a row. And even without LeBron James on Sunday, the Lakers should have won that game. They There's no reason to lose that. There's no reason the Lakers lose, should lose to the Hawks after being up by 10, even without LeBron James. So Lakers are in a bit of a rut, like I've mentioned and the thing that's crazy, like, I, the Lakers played well. Offensively, they played well. They actually shot better overall than the Hawks, I would say. The, the, so the, from the field, the Lakers shot 52%. The Hawks did shoot 54% from the field. But the Lakers ended up making more shots from the field in the game than the Hawks. The Lakers shot better by quite a bit from the three-point line. They shot, Lakers shot like 45% from the three, where the Hawks shot like 35% from the three around there. Where what, what got the Lakers in this game were the free throws. The Lakers shot, I think they made 12 free throws in the game. 
and I can't remember what their percentage was, but it was not not great. The Hawks made like 21 free throws in the game, and that that really is the difference. Lakers lose by eight. They had a 10 point lead, even with the amount of free throws that the Hawks got. The Lakers still, still probably could have or should have won the game, but down the stretch, the Lakers could not stop fouling. They could not stop the Hawks from getting to the basket, from from hitting shots, and it just killed the Lakers down the stretch. So that puts the Lakers in a tough position. The Lakers are 24 and 27 on the season now. The Lakers are, I still think they're four, four and a half games back from the sixth seed, I think it is, in the West. And the Lakers just can't afford to lose many more games at this point. We've I've been giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know. We've had injuries, we've had problems. Is the roster structure good? No, not by any means. But has the, had the team been healthy? Yeah, like we could win more games. We probably would be closer to the sixth seed in the West if we were fully healthy, things like that. So I've been trying to give the team the benefit of the doubt. But at this point, we are 51 games into the season. There's only 31 more games left. Yeah, 31 more games left. So we got to start winning some games quick because even if we go on a you know five-game winning streak, that doesn't mean that the team that's in the sixth seed is going to lose five games in a row. It's going to take some time to gain that stuff back. And the Lakers, at 24 and 27, they are, I think they're still in the play-in tournament, but they're not in the seventh or the eighth seed. So they're put in a, at a disadvantage there. Obviously, there's still, I mean, 31 games is a good amount of time when you're talking about trying to just get up to the sixth seed. You know, that's still a good amount of time, but but it's still just, it's tough. And so we got to get LeBron back. LeBron being hurt is really, you know, another step back, which sucks because we were making some progress with Anthony Davis coming back and then LeBron goes out. It's just, it's been one after another. And when it comes to injuries, there's only so much you can, you can do it. But I'm, there's been people that are talking like, well, LeBron, maybe he wouldn't have this knee problem if he wasn't playing 38 minutes a game, 32 minutes a game, whatever whatever he's averaging per game. But because of both the injuries this season and the poor roster construction, LeBron's had to take on a huge load, much more than he probably even planned to coming into the season. I mean, part of the reason I, I would assume why he would have lobbied for the Lakers to trade for Russell Westbrook is so that Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis can take some of the load off of him. Well, that hasn't happened between the injury to Anthony Davis and then Russell Westbrook taking some time to get used to the system, to get used to the Lakers playing on the team and whatnot. LeBron has had to step up, and he, he has stepped up, and he's played really well, but that's put a lot of stress onto his body, a lot more than he should have at age 38, you know? Like, it's just too much. It just It's a lot for a guy his age, even though LeBron has been physically unbelievable and dominant for so long it's he's still aging he's still and we're seeing him deal with these injuries more and more whether they're catastrophic or not it's still you know the knee swelling slows him down more than it would have 10 years ago so the Lakers are not doing LeBron any favors in this sense with I mean the guy I know the injuries to some of the guys are out of out of their hands and whatnot but for the most part the Lakers are pretty healthy now I mean it's really just Kendrick Nunn and LeBron at this point that are out there's been a few here and there like Malik Monk had to sit out against the Hornets I think due to sickness or 
something like that. So there's been some some players missing here and there. Uh, Carmelo was out with back problems for a few games and whatnot. But for the most part, the Lakers are, again, as healthy as we've been, minus LeBron at this point. So if we can just get LeBron healthy, I have some confidence that we could go on a run. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's it's possible. I mean, we haven't seen this team fully healthy altogether for a long time. I, I saw someone saying that I think LeBron and Anthony Davis have only played in 17 games together this season. I could be wrong, but it was around that. If it's not 17, it's right around 17, which is unbelievable. It's the same as last season. I mean, LeBron and Anthony Davis didn't play together for three quarters of the, the entire season. Lakers find themselves in the seventh seed, and they still had an opportunity to to get to the finals had Anthony Davis stayed healthy, in my opinion. So, I have faith that if the Lakers can just get into the playoffs and they're healthy when they get into the playoffs, good things can happen. But it's easier said than done, for sure. And that's giving maybe a lot of hope for a team that's been very injured (laughs) this season. So, the Lakers losing to the Hawks is pretty unfortunate. I mean, a few episodes ago, after we beat the Nets, I was saying that the Lakers could go on a run. I didn't expect us to beat the Sixers. I expected us to beat the the Hornets. Didn't happen. Expected us to beat the Hawks. Didn't happen. We still have three more games in that six-game stretch that I was um, predicting the Lakers to go on a run. That was before I knew LeBron James got hurt, obviously. But there's still we. I th- what are the teams? We play the Clippers coming up. We play the Trailblazers tonight. Wednesday night we play the Trailblazers I think then we play the Clippers and then forget the third team but we have to start winning some ball games the Trailblazers have been not good this season we destroyed them on New Year's Eve already LeBron James had a huge game in in that game the Clippers are without both Kawhi and Paul George at this point so they're a hobbled team as well. We lost to them earlier this season. I think Paul George was playing that game. Paul George didn't have a great game against the Lakers in the first matchup. But Lakers lost. It was a close game. There's no reason to lose the Clippers at this point. The Clippers are not the same Clippers just with the injuries and everything. LeBron being out still sucks. LeBron will be out for tonight's game against the Trailblazers, which is unfortunate. But hopefully... We can get that swelling down, and LeBron can get back as soon as possible. Can the Lakers beat the Trailblazers without LeBron? Heck yeah! Anthony Davis has been killing it since he got back. He's been playing extremely well, which has been awesome to see. I was a little nervous with Anthony Davis. I wasn't sure what to expect with him. I wasn't sure if we would expect him to come. I mean, before he got hurt, he was playing pretty subpar, pretty not to not definitely not to his the extent that he can play that's for sure and then he got hurt and coming back from the injury I was expecting it to be a slow return you know take some time to get his shot back take some time to get the intensity up on defense and whatnot but pretty much from the get-go he came out with an intensity he didn't shoot too well against the Nets in his first game back but that's you know kind of to be expected after being out for a whole month and he yeah, I mean, he played. He's been playing really well. He put up 23 points against the Sixers in one half. He ended up with, I want to say, 30 something against the Hawks. He had a good game. 
he put up 20, what was it, 27 points, 28 points. Malik Monk had 33 points. Russell Westbrook had 20 points in that game. Overall, a good game for those guys, but, and the Lakers put up, I mean, they put up 121 points. Like, they they scored the basketball. That's something that I've been saying for a while that the Lakers need to to fix is the score. Like, they need to get more scoring. They got the scoring they needed on Sunday, but their defense, they their defense decided to take a break. And it just it sucks to see that. It sucks to see improvement on one end of the basketball court and see a gr- regression on the other end. And, you know, <laughs> this season has been such a roller coaster. It's been up and down and guys getting hurt, guys coming back, guys, other guys getting hurt. Good defense, bad defense, good offense, bad offense. Never, rarely ever on the same night is there good defense and good offense. And it, it's just been, it's been... It's been tough to watch. And I will say, I mean, these next couple weeks are going to be hard to stay into the basketball mindset without the Lakers been playing, considering that my Rams are in the Super Bowl. So I'm pumped about that. But, you know, you have all the Rams going to the Super Bowl, and, you know, I'm supposed to watch this crappy Lakers team play basketball and lose to the Atlanta Hawks that are under 500 as well. You know, it's like, come on. The Lakers are under 500. I don't think that the Lakers are under 500 because they're – a terrible team. I think that this Lakers team, if they're fully healthy, could... I don't think they'd be the one seed. I mean, with LeBron and Anthony Davis, maybe I shouldn't put anything out of question, but I wouldn't predict them to be a one seed if they're healthy. Maybe I'd put them... If they're playing at their best, they could probably be the fourth seed. I think that's a realistic expectation. If they're playing just a little bit better than how they're playing now, you know, they're a sixth seed. At this point... The Lakers are going to have to fight to get to a sixth seed in the season. So it's there's something to there's definitely it's not a it's not over that's for sure not yet at least it's not the Lakers don't have it made that's for sure. So there's something to watch. There's something to get excited about. We just have to hope the Lakers can get healthy and and stick with it and, and actually play well. So Trailblazers coming up tonight. The Lakers should win the game. I mean, every single prediction I have for the Lakers this season is for the most part is that they should win this next coming game. You know, against the Sixers, I did not predict the Lakers to win that game. Against some of the better teams this season, I have not predicted the Lakers to win. But majority of their games this season have been more than winnable games. And this is another one. We already, we've already proven that we can beat the, the Trailblazers behind a big game from LeBron and a big game from Malik Monk. The Lakers destroyed the Trailblazers. If we could just get a big game from Anthony Davis, Malik Monk shows up, Russell Westbrook shows up, Carmelo shows up, THT shows up. You know, it's like, that's all we got. That's all we We just need four or five guys to, like, show up and produce at a high level, play good defense, and that's it. You know, contain Damian Lillard from the three-point line. That's the, I mean, at this point with the Trailblazers, that's the big ask contain Damian Lillard from the three-point line he hasn't been that great from the three-point line this season he sorry changing lanes he um yeah he hasn't been that great he he Lakers contained him it seemed fairly easily in the first in their first uh, in the last matchup on New Year's Eve seemed like they contained him pretty well there's no reason they can't do it again just replicate it Obviously, not having LeBron James with the level that he's been playing at this season 
it does hurt. But there's no reason that Anthony Davis can't step up into that place. There's no reason that Russell Westbrook can't step up into that place. Russell Westbrook had a great game against the Hornets. Attacking the basket, getting to the hoop, drawing fouls, making good passes, and playing good enough defense. You know, like, that. Russell Westbrook played well a couple games ago. Replicated again against the Trailblazers. You know, there's no reason the Lakers should lose this game. But with saying that, there's still a question on whether or not the Lakers are going to win this game. Like, there's no game at this point for the Lakers is is a for sure win. And unfortunately, we learned that the hard way with overtime losses to the Thunder, overtime, well, almost overtime losses to the Hornets. The Hornets are okay this season. Losses to, you know, we didn't, we haven't lost the Magic, but. Things looked a little rough at one point in the first half in the last game we played the Magic, you know. There's been no easy game. Well, there's been a couple easy games, but for the most part, there's been no easy game. So, the Lakers taking on the Trailblazers tonight. Should they win? Yeah. Will they win? Who knows? At this point, nobody knows. It really depends on if Anthony Davis has it. If he can keep playing the way he's been playing, then we just get a little more I mean, the offense has been pretty good. We put up 114 points against the Hornets. We put up 121 points against the Hawks. The last two games, the the offense has been decent. Defense, on the other hand, not so much. So hopefully we're back home. The the long road trip is over. Maybe being back in Crypto.com Arena, the Lakers can play well and get a W because the Lakers need it. We're three games below 500 at this point, 24 and 27. Got a lot of ground to make up and time is running. Time is of the essence of the essence. Time is running out. So here's to the Lakers getting some, some much needed wins in the win column. Now there's been a little bit of drama on the Lakers Twitter sphere going on. Much of it yesterday coming from Jerry West, which is very interesting. So Jerry West, obviously a legendary Lakers player. He's literally the logo of the NBA. He worked for the Lakers organization for like 40 years. He is who we give credit to for bringing in Kobe Bryant, for bringing in Shaquille O'Neal, for a lot of the good years the Lakers have had. We can give credit to Jerry West for having for either – really having a huge hand in it or at least being a part of the team when it happens. Jerry West has come out and said that the Lakers have rescinded his lifetime tickets, Lakers tickets, that Jerry Jerry Buss, the legendary Lakers owner, had promised him. Now, I understand that so Jerry West, he worked for the Lakers. He was like a GM for the Lakers for a while. Then he went on to the Memphis Grizzlies to be their GM. Then he went and worked for the Warriors for some time. And then he went and he worked for the Clippers. I don't know if he's he's still with the Clippers or not. I have not been keeping up on my Jerry West like what he's been doing. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, the Lakers rescinding his lifetime Lakers tickets it's a pretty pretty bad look on the Lakers in my opinion I personally like the thing is I okay he he goes and he works for two rival teams like divisional rivals he works for the Warriors and he works for the Clippers realistically is Jerry West going to a bunch of Lakers games 
Probably not. He's working for these teams. Like, yes, for the Clippers, the Clippers share the same stadium. Like, could Jerry West go to these Lakers games if he wanted to? Yeah, he could. Would he? I don't know. Is there, is there a conflict of interest? No, you're going to a basketball game. Like, does he want to scout the Lakers? Yeah, he could do that watching the Lakers on TV, which he's totally within his rights to do so. Laker, the Jerry West being one of the most legendary Lakers players of all time, the Lakers would be lucky. The Lakers are lucky to have him go to a game as an ex-Lakers player. Sure, he's also going to those games as the Clippers GM or at the time as the Warriors whatever GM or president of basketball operations or the Grizzlies GM back in the day, right? Like, he would be going as both, wearing both hats. But but the fact that he's an ex-Lakers player going to a Lakers game, the Lakers should be so lucky for him to go, to show his face, to get on the jumbo, for them to be able to put him on the Jumbotron and say, hey, look at Jerry West, one of our greatest players in our history, is at the game. You know, everyone gets him a standing ovation. Everyone gives him an ovation. Whatever. The thing with Jerry West is he was a legendary player for the Lakers, but he also was a legendary front office guy for the Lakers. Like, he did great stuff for the Lakers both on the court and off the court. So the Lakers should owe nothing but respect to Jerry West. Now, there's been people on Twitter saying, like, Jerry West has only he's been bashing the Lakers in, the, in public for so long and all this stuff. Honestly, it's an, I don't think that Jerry West was is the one that's throwing the first swings here. And he can be critical. Magic Johnson's critical of the Lakers, and he, I'm sure, can go to any Laker game that he wants to. And Magic Johnson is critical of the Lakers after being also being president of basketball operations for the Lakers more recently, and then like having some weird drama and him leaving kind of almost in the middle of the night and and whatnot. Like there's been weird stuff with with Magic Johnson with the Lakers also, and he's publicly critical of the Lakers. Just a couple weeks ago, he was publicly critical of the Lakers. So there's no reason that Jerry West should be rescinded of his Lakers lifetime Lakers tickets. Lakers should be so lucky to have him. Lakers are in the wrong in this sense. Lakers look bad. This is a bad look for the Lakers, and it sucks. I, as a Lakers fan, want the Lakers to look good in the public. I want the Lakers to treat the ex-Lakers legends as what they are, Lakers legends, and have them at every home. The Lakers would... I The thing is with the Lakers is they get a lot of cool faces at Lakers games. You get Jack Nicholson. You get Jay-Z. You get all these, like, celebrities and actors and musicians. Like, the Lakers... They get all these guys, so maybe like having someone come to a game doesn't feel as special. I don't know. That's just I'm just trying to think of like what the argument could be. But the Lakers should have Shaq come to games. The Lakers should have Kareem come to games. The Lakers should have Jerry West come to these games. They should have Magic Johnson at all these games. Like it only looks good. I mean, like it's one of those things. Like I think back with UCLA basketball, right? They've you know they're obviously a legendary college basketball team thanks to John Wooden they were good in the mid 2000s they kind of hit a rough patch they've gotten good again recently John Wooden went to almost every single UCLA basketball home UCLA basketball game 
while he was still alive. And that was awesome. He had his seat. He had his, like, season tickets. I'm sure he didn't pay for those season tickets. I'm sure UCLA basketball <laughs> gave those to him for free, um, as they should have. And that's an awesome thing. Like, that is awesome that John Wooden went to every single game. And again, John Wooden, older guy, retired, has more time, goes can go to all those games. Magic Johnson, busy guy, businessman, whatnot. Maybe he's not going to every single game, but he should have a seat at every game. Jerry West should have a seat at every game. Like, it just is a bad look for the Lakers to, to do that to Jerry West. No matter how critical he's been or not. If it... Being critical is, is not a bad thing. And then to, like, react in that way. And I didn't even get to the worst part. According to Jerry West, the Lakers rescinded these tickets not only by... They didn't even talk to him. They sent a text to Jerry West's wife. And I would love to see the receipts on that. I'd love to see what that text was like. Like, was his wife trying to get tickets or try to go to the game? Trying to, like, get access to their tickets? And then they texted her, like, oh, sorry, you don't have these tickets anymore? Like, how did that... He said it was like a cold, like not a cold call, but like a, a text, like a cold text basically to his wife, basically saying that they don't have those tickets and didn't talk to him about it or anything like that. So if that is true, I don't see why Jerry West would lie about that. If that's actually true, though, that may, that's even worse. That's a hundred times worse. So like if they had come to Jerry West and said, hey, I know that Jerry Buss gave you these tickets. He promised them to you. However, you work for other teams, so we view that as a conflict of interest or whatever whatever the reason is. While I don't necessarily agree that that is a valid argument, I could at least understand them going that route. I could understand them being like, okay, hey, while you work for these teams, we just feel like it's a conflict of interest to give you free tickets. I don't know. Maybe that is a conflict, conflict of interest. I really don't know what the protocol is when it comes to giving out free tickets, but... If it is, you know, make that argument. Talk to him about it face-to-face. And, yeah, it's, it still wouldn't be a good look, in my opinion, for the Lakers. But at least they would have close to a valid argument on it. But in this case, a cold text to Jerry West's wife just is an awful look for the Lakers. And hopefully they fix it. Hopefully they, they fix the situation. Because the Lakers should be so lucky to have Jerry West go to these games on the Lakers dime there's no reason they shouldn't do that so just some like little drama with the Lakers there it's just like the season's already looking bad enough like do we really have to do this with Jerry with Jerry West come on like we really just let him go to the games give him tickets we we want him there Lakers fans want Jerry West there at least me speaking for Lakers fans I would love to know if you guys agree or not reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok for that matter let me know what you guys think about this situation with Jerry West. Personally, I mean, you know, I've talked about it for 10 minutes. You know what I think. But, man, Lakers are looking bad on the court and off the court this season right now. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully, like I said, Lakers make this right. Hopefully Lakers make things right on the court. Hopefully the Lakers can get healthy, get LeBron back. Maybe we can be so lucky to get Kendrick Nunn on the court for the first time this season. Who knows? It's just one thing after another but not going to stop watching 31 games to get it right let's get to that six seed let's get in the playoffs let's get healthy let's see what we can do guys thank you so much for listening to this episode go lakers
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers Carpool. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and share it on social media with your friends. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or most places where you listen to podcasts. Again, thank you so much for listening, and go Lakers! Mm